Welcome to the Black Women Unfiltered podcast, a podcast that explores the unfiltered journeys of Black women in discovering their purpose, owning their truth, and embracing their path of self-growth. This podcast encourages Black women to use their voices to reflect on their life experiences and expound on their truths that shape them into the woman they are now. This is Black Women Unfiltered, and I'm your host, Whitney Sam. Today in the chair, we have Raven. Raven Hanks is a health and wellness coach from Chicago, Illinois, currently residing in Houston, Texas. She had an opportunity to find her passion for helping others about two years ago when she began sharing her own weight loss journey on social media. Being uncomfortable about her weight, she decided to make some lifestyle changes. It started with working out, but ultimately required a change in her nutrition. She found a meal plan that was simple and easy to follow and continued to incorporate fitness. She was able to drop over 40 pounds, gain her confidence back, and now showing others how to do the same. Raven has also launched a residential nutrition club, R&R Nutrition, serving protein shakes, lit energy teas, and healthy donuts and waffles. Let's welcome Raven to the chair. Hi, Raven. I am so happy to have you in the chair and excited to hear your story about you making that transition from your day job to becoming an entrepreneur in the health and wellness field. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm excited. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Um, so, of course, my name is Raven. I'm actually from Chicago. Um, I currently do live in Houston, Texas. Um, I've been here for about five years. Um, but before, um, I kind of just started on this weight loss journey or any type of health and fitness. Um, I kind of just was in a relationship for several years. I kind of started letting myself go. I guess you can call it the relationship weight. Um, and then I started to not like what I was seeing. So I kind of wanted to find something that worked for me. So I got started on um, working out first. I just started working out. Then I actually found this girl on social media was telling me about this program that I could do. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. I was pretty much desperate to try anything to lose weight at that point. Um, so I actually found Herbalife Nutrition. Um, I got started on my meal plan. Um, I started a 21-day challenge. And I was able to lose um, over 20 or 10 pounds the first challenge. And then I kept going. Um, I was able to lose a total of 45 pounds. Um, and I've just been excited about the journey thus far. Um, before I actually decided to do anything as far as business-wise, I was literally just focused on me. I wanted to give back to Raven and be excited about, um, you know, what i seen in the mirror, having that self-love again, having that confidence. So that's kind of where it started for me, just trying to get back to me making Raven happy. Okay, so that's a, a success story. <laughs> And we can all relate to um, the happy relationship weight gain for yes. sure. So let's, um, we're going to rewind it all the way back. So before okay. you even did health and wellness, what were you doing career-wise? So actually I was um, working for an insurance company called Asherian. Um, mm -hmm. Just, it's, I mean, I kind of started there from college and I kind of just got stuck. Um, never really seen myself there for that long, but. You know, I went to school, I went to college at Tennessee State University, 
graduated with a Bachelor of Science um, with a concentration of health science. So I kind of was always into health, but mm -hmm. I didn't really know what exactly I wanted to do with it. Like, of course, I knew I had to eat right and work out and stuff like that to be healthy, drink water, you know, the basics. But I had no guidance. Like, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. And then I guess it kind of took a turn once I finally seen myself not looking as good as I should or doing, you know, treat myself as well as I should have been treating myself. So it's kind of where originally it kind of the health part of me started from. I, I went to school for health science and I just never used that degree at all. It's crazy. <laughs> so what were your intentions on using your degree for? Originally, I wanted to do occupational therapy. Um, okay. That was my concentration. And of course, life happened. I moved to Texas with the the idea of starting back to get my master's in occupational therapy. Mm -hmm. And I just never went back. I just, I don't know. It's crazy how you just, you're, you vision yourself doing so much more in life and that doesn't happen that way. Or you, you know, you have this idea of what your life should be looking like and for whatever reason, you know, guys sometimes have a different plan for you. And that's kind of what I think happened to me because I never went back to school for occupational therapy. Um, I, I love helping people, but I just never went back to school for that specific. No, absolutely. I think we all go through that where we start on one journey. Like I've gone down several different paths from <laughs> being a lawyer to like sex therapy to like business. Like I've hit all realms. So I definitely know um, I even got my master's in organizational management and I'm not doing anything. I've done marketing, yeah. human resources. Like I've been everywhere. So I totally understand so you said that one day you kind of just looked in the mirror and didn't see yourself like or the image of yourself as happy as you wanted to. Yes. So can you kind of walk us through that day? Um, so basically it was like I just started to feel from what I seen, it was like, what happened to you? You were happy. You were this like positive light and you just kind of like. You had I had no words to explain the way I felt. It was more like mm -hmm. disgust. Like I just couldn't even believe it had gotten to that point. And of course, your friends and stuff, they may not even notice it because it's like, well, you look the same to me or nothing looks dramatically wrong with you. You know, you still look like the same person. But internally, I did not feel like the same person. It was like I seen this girl in the mirror that, you know, she displayed this happiness or, you know, she tried to portray happiness. But inside, she was just unhappy like she was unfulfilled and she just she was disgusted basically and I had to figure out a way to get myself out of that funk okay and how much weight had you gained Ooh, <laughs> I had gained no yeah it's fine I had I had gained over 50 pounds about um I had got up to my highest weight about 180 pounds ish you know that fluctuates okay. the 83 but that literally was the highest weight I have ever been. Like I, I never had been um, anywhere near that. I mean, I wasn't like I was a skinny or petite woman ever. No, but I, I had never gotten that size before. And it just was unreal for me to even think that I had let myself do that. Gotcha. And you only gained weight from just being happy or do you think anything else contributed um, to it? I mean, I would say life. Um, of course, you know, I graduated. I came, I moved to Texas. Um, I don't have any family here, so it was probably like, you know, just the 
overall, not just to say relationship, no, but I'm sure life itself. Um, I had an idea of going back to grad school that didn't happen. I ended up you know, having to wait and I was trying to do that. And then it was like, okay, you don't have family here. I don't have any, I didn't have any friends here. I had just moved to a new city, didn't know anyone here at all. Um, so I, I, I mean, I would just say it would be a combination of life itself, um, trying to adjust to, you know, living a new lifestyle and I mean, it could have been a combination of everything. Who knows? I can't say specifically, but I do know whatever it was, it wasn't a good place to be in. Mm, absolutely. So you said that you were on Instagram and you saw a girl. Like, yes. Can you explain that? How yes, that, that absolutely. So um, I don't know, a lot of times social media kind of just it's share you can find all types of stuff on social media nowadays. Um, so I was actually looking for like a trainer or, you know, something like a, di- a diet or nutrition plan. Just kind of like when you look up hashtags, you can kind of just find different stuff and it'll take you through a funnel of a bunch of different people. And um, I actually was just searching on there for like, a you know, some type of weight loss plan or something to help me lose some weight a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I came across this girl's page. Um, she's actually mixed with like Colombian or something. And she was really hippy. And I was like, dang, man, maybe I can relate to her. Because sometimes we go on social media and we'll see women that are really skinny or, mm-hmm. you know, something I couldn't relate to. And for me, that's discouraging. I want to be able to see someone that I can relate to. Like if I look at her figure and it's like, okay, maybe, you know, she can actually help me. She, she's not like a small girl but she's losing weight she's done this just from her images at least that's what I'm thinking um and so I kind of just reached out to her and asked her hey you know do you mind telling me how you you know you started your journey or what is it that you're doing and she was really nice she's actually local here in Houston um and she told me that she was actually an Herbalife distributor and she explained to me how her nutrition plan worked um I took the chance because it was like well hey I've tried everything else you know, why not? Like, give it a try. It won't hurt me. I mean, if, if it doesn't work out, at least I can say I tried. If I don't try, then I always wonder if it could have worked. So me, I'm that person. I'm going to go at least try everything once. I got started and it just kind of took off from there for me. And I never looked back. Uh, I just honestly, I'm grateful that she was friendly enough to, you know, because sometimes you may run across people that aren't even friendly to even try to give you any advice at all. But she was. So I was, I was definitely grateful for her. Can you kind of walk through um, your first 21 day challenge and how was that? And, you know, kind of tell us like what products you tried. Absolutely. Okay. So first 21 days, um, of course, I'm looking at her meal plan, seeing her price. And I'm like, girl, what? (laughs) So I'm like, you want me to invest how much? I'm like, okay, whatever. But for me, it was like, of course, anyone knew you see something different for the first time. You like, I'm really finna do this and I have to listen to what this person is telling me or it's like, it's not going to work. So got started on the first plan. It was um, a basic package. I got the protein powder mixed with the vanilla. Um, the flavor was banana caramel, which is the formula one. Um, I got a tea, which was peach and um, the aloe that goes with the tea, which was mango. So those are my four items that I purchased for my first 21 days. Um, when I got started, it was two shakes a day, drink my tea one time a day. Um, And then I had two small snacks in between. And I also had like a sensible meal. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so the very first day, of course, you're always excited. Like, you're like, okay, I'm starting a new journey. Uh, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. Like, ooh, the committee of the people that were doing the challenge with me were all excited. And, you know, it was just that vibe. Like, you get the vibe from people. Other people are doing the same thing as you. And, of course, the first couple days were all smooth. I got to probably, like, the third day, and I started feeling like, okay, I don't know if I could do this. Like, I got to stay focused. I got to. I actually got to drink my shake every day. I got to work out. Like, it just, you know how you start having all those negative self-talks to yourself. Like, you just start thinking, like, I can't really do this. I don't want to do this every day. I want to find something else. Like, it has to be something better than me just doing this every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but, of course, I kept showing up for myself because I had already made the commitment, like, this is it. You're, you're doing this regardless of how you feel about it. You don't like what you're seeing in the mirror, so either you're gonna keep doing what you you've been doing, or you're gonna try to do something different to get some changes. So no matter how I felt, three days in, I kept going, kept showing up. Um, of course, I started feeling like, um, well, what else can I eat? Like that was my biggest thing. I needed like a meal plan. So she gave me a meal plan on like different snack ideas. Um, my favorite became like apples and peanut butter. Like it comes off really simple, but it's like. Well, I can eat apples and peanut butter. That's not too bad, but it just was, I need more. Like, give me something else. What can I eat for a meal? So it was like, give me an actual meal plan. Then she gave me like, oh, well, you can eat spinach and broccoli or, you know, this is stuff that so comes off so basic, but you get bored when you're trying to figure it out for yourself. So I had, mm-hmm. I had to get like an actual layout of what else could I eat? So I made it to, I, I finished the full 21 days, even though I kind of just got that discouraging mentality. Um, after the first, uh, seven days, she told me to step on the scale. So every Monday we were checking in. I checked in and I seen that I was down like seven pounds. And I was like, dang, how did I do that? I was discouraged. I had no, I had no confidence in the fact that this would work, but I knew my energy had changed. Um, I started to feel a little bit better as far as like what I was eating. I wasn't, I didn't have that sluggish mentality anymore. So I was like, okay, well, if I'm able to lose the seven pounds, I know I can keep going. So, of course, I kept going. I went on and finished the 21 days. I dropped the 10 pounds the first um, first 21-day challenge. And, of course, you know, you kind of feel like, well, the first week I was able to lose seven. Why week two and three I wasn't able to lose as much? Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes, of course, that can kind of make you a little discouraged, which I felt that way. It was like, well, I did seven the first week. Why is it not more? You know, like, dang, I'm thinking I'm going to lose 14 pounds instead. But. You know, you kind of get a little comfortable. You lack lack a little bit. You start eating a little bit more here, pinching off a little more food here. So I kind of had to get a little more disciplined with myself. Like I knew if I did a full seven days, specifically the way she told me, then if I did, you know, more going forward and not cheat myself, then and that's how I would keep going and lose more weight. How much was the initial investment? Initial, I would say... And don't quote me because the taxes and shipping probably mm-hmm. was a little bit. Um, but I know if I set up a membership with her, um, it saved me 25% on my product. So the membership was $34.95. Um, so that saved me 25% on my product. So I want to say I probably spent like $125 roughly, no more than that. And that was for the four items plus the shipping. Um, and I even got like a free cup because it was my first challenge and I was new. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I um, I like how you said that, you know, when you first looked at the prices, you were like, <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Um, yes. I could totally relate to that. But like you said, it's because you're brand new. Yes. So you 
finished your 21 day challenge. Mm-hmm. What happened after that? Did you go back to how you were eating? So I, I wanted to, of course, mm-hmm. it was like, ah, that was really strict. Uh, do I really want to do this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was excited about my results. Like I really felt good. I was happy that I lost 10 pounds. Like some people will say that's nothing, but for me, it was a big deal. Like literally mm-hmm. I just did something for myself and committed for 21 days. Um, so I did not go back to eating as bad. Um, mm-hmm. I will say that I definitely like after it was over, I went and had like a cheat meal, quote unquote, mm-hmm. um, which turned into a cheap weekend because, you know, the challenge in and then it's like, ooh, yeah. I'm going to go turn up, excited. Ooh, and then when Monday came, rolled back around again, I was like, Raven, you just gained like three pounds back because you decided you wanted to just go and pig out. And it probably was stuff that I didn't even need. You know, you just feel like you're mm-hmm. depriving yourself of something when realistically you were eating good. You, you know, you still felt good. You felt better. Like maybe the three pounds is water weight cool, I can probably, you know, get it right back off of me, no problem. But it was the idea that you, that I thought to myself, you could just go back and live the way you were living before. And you wouldn't, you know, have any type of consequences as far as your weight coming back or, you know, you having that negative feeling about your body again, because you don't feel the same when you eat clean versus when you start eating trash again. Like it's, your body does so not true. feel the same for whatever reason. It does not feel the same. When mm-hmm. you fill your body with good fuel, you feel good. When you start eating trash, it's just, <laughs> that's, that's what happens. You feel like that. That's exactly how you feel. And it changes your mindset. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. How long were you a client before you actually joined the business? I was a client probably for, I probably was a client of hers for probably a year. Okay like a strong year before I was like, um, cause I, and she asked, she always asked, she was like, Hey Raven, I know you got people that, you know, asked you what you're doing, how you're losing the weight. And I would say, yeah, you know, I just tell them and I would let them know like, Oh, you can reach out to the girl that I work with. Mm-hmm. And she was like, but you could be making that money. Like, why aren't you doing this? You could help them. You know, people, you know, like you can refer them to me, but if they like you, if you're the person that they're coming to, then they would trust you more than they would trust me. They don't know me. Yes, you were willing to reach out to me, but if they reached out to you, that means they have a little more trust in you and what you can say because they can relate to you. Like you found me because you thought I was relatable to you. They're reaching out to you now because there's something that they can relate to you from, which I understood that because, I mean, that's right. I had to find her based on what I seen. Of course, you find plenty of distributors that work for the company, but mm-hmm. you know, you find someone that you feel like you can relate to or something that you found of interest through them or something like that. So a year of just telling her no and, you know, still trying to work on me because I felt like I wasn't there. I felt like I wasn't perfect enough to help someone else. And that mentality, of course, was wrong myself. Like you don't have to be perfect to do um, what, what, you know, like helping someone else. You don't have to be perfect for that. Nothing has to be perfect. Just try it. Do it. You know, you never know what could happen. People get inspired by your imperfections. And I it took me a while to realize that. So what made you take the leap to actually becoming a distributor and joining the business? So I think for me, I had a switch in my mentality. Um, I started listening to personal development and Mm -hmm. um, the more people that were asking questions, I kind of felt like I was doing no justice by saying no to them and sending them to someone else. Mm Because if someone would have did that to me, then it would have been like, you know, like, what if she would have did that to me? 
And the person she referred me to, I was like, yeah, I don't want to work with them or I can't really relate to them. It would have been like me pushing off my journey yet again, because I can't find someone that I can get some help from. So Mm -hmm. I just felt like, okay, Raven, why you just said you're a person that's willing to try everything at least once. Why not try this? If you don't succeed, guess what? You tried it. You don't know unless you try. So I just said, forget it, whatever. I mean, I know the products. I love the products. I wouldn't even recommend something to someone if I didn't like it. You've been doing it with her for a year. Just give it a try. What could it hurt? So <laughs> get started in the business. And it kind of, it's like, it's one of those things, like a snowball effect. It's like, mm-hmm. started with my, resu- my results, of course, were first. And then I realized that I could do the business too. Why not? Keep working on myself while helping other people. And of course, still, it's always a daily process of working on yourself, even in business. Like you'll have trials and tribulations in business the same way I did with my, my getting my results from the beginning too. What setbacks did you have when you first started the business? When I first started the business, I think it was me stepping out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of an introvert. So trying to talk to people, like it's different when you have like your friends or your family that know you or, you know, your people mm-hmm. that you talk to, but trying to talk to other people that I don't really have, that I don't know, or, mm-hmm. you know, being open to verbally express myself if someone asks me a question without coming off as shy or uh, without that confident or firm, because, you know, people have no way of believing in you if you don't sound believable like if you're you're coming off as shy and timid and you don't really know unsure about your own stuff it's like I don't want to work with you you don't even seem like you know what you're talking about so Mm -hmm. I had to get out of that uh, mentality of thinking like oh I'm overthinking everything I'm scared I'm nervous like you know the products work you know the products so just talk just get out of that comfort zone of being scared to talk to people did you not want to sound too salesy? I definitely don't want to sound salesy. I okay. definitely don't want to come off as like, I'm just trying to get your money or mm-hmm. um, the, the girl that doesn't know enough about certain stuff. Cause I'm not perfect, bro. I will mm-hmm. never ever tell anyone that I'm perfect. I still make mistakes. I still fumble with my own nutrition. I still, like I have my days just like everyone else. I'm human. Like, and mm-hmm. I really want people to understand that I am human too. So for me, it took me just that, that switch of mentality to make it very clear, like, it's not meant to be perfect, but I can show you exactly what I've done and I know to work. Absolutely. So how did you do that mind shift from, you know, getting out of your comfort zone to, you know, getting clients and getting people to join your team? I literally showed up for myself every day. I still show up um, no matter how I feel. I show up on social media. Um, I try to be that light to show that, yes, I'm here. Um, and it doesn't matter how a person views me or sees me, I'm going to still continue to show up as Raven. Um, <laughs> and what it what it took for me is to continue to listen to my personal development, continue to stay close to God and pray, um, continue to talk to people, even if it comes off as like, you know, just to, it's just to say hi, because you never know. Some people can have a bad day and mm-hmm. simply speaking to them, like literally, I'll, if I get a new follower, I'll just simply send a message. Hey, thanks for following me. Welcome to my page. I'm just spreading good vibes. Like you never know what a small message can do to a person. So even if I'm coming off as shy, I'm speaking to them. It may start up a conversation. Who knows? Um, I, I wear my button daily. Um, it's always something to kind of start a conversation with a person. 
because if they're looking at me, typically they probably want to say something, but you know, maybe they feel the same way I do. They're a little shy or timid too. So I may say something if I see them, you know, looking at me if I'm out in public, but it is just, um, just showing up. Like there's, there's nothing specifically that I've done. I can honestly say I literally just kept showing up for myself and not giving up no matter how I felt about it. Um, as far as being scared to speak to people or getting out of my comfort zone and being a little shy, I just, I kept doing it. When did health and wellness turn in, turn from a passion to going into your purpose? I believe it became from passion to purpose when literally like, okay, so you know how like sometimes you'll start something and you're literally thinking you only want it for, uh, because originally I told her I didn't need the money. Like, of course, I went to school. Mm -hmm. I got two, I have two degrees. So it, it was never about the money. Like I'm, 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 I have a good income. I, I don't necessarily need this. Um, but it, it's something that makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel good to see other people happy. Like when I get those messages like, hey, bro, I lost five pounds. Like it makes me feel so good inside. Um, ah, man, it's crazy. I get really passionate about it. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I really just think once once I started realizing like it's not it's not about the money. It's really more about like how I make other people feel or how I can help other people feel good about themselves. That's when it kind of became a a purpose for me. Have you ever questioned your path on this journey? Uh, Always. I always want to question something because I am an overthinker. Mm -hmm. Um, I have good days and bad days. If I'm, you know, I'm feeling like, okay, God, is this for me? Are you sure this is for me? Knowing Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be questioning him anyway, but in my head, that's what I'm thinking, just because, you know, maybe something didn't work out in my favor for that day. Or, mm-hmm. you know, being an entrepreneur is not easy. You go through that up and down spiral. So sometimes it's like, you know, you may have really good days and then you're like, oh, dang, I'm not having a good day today. But it's like, I know at the end, ultimately, mm-hmm. if this is what makes me feel good, you don't stop. You keep going. You find another way. You look around, you keep talking to people, talk to more people. Maybe I didn't talk to enough people today. So it's just like, yes, of course, I'm going to question it. But I know what God said for me will always be for me. So all that little negative self-talk, I have to get myself out of it on a regular basis. You know, keep keep praying, keep listening to personal development, keep growing, read more books, talk to more people. And, and that's kind of just how I keep myself going. Right. What is one pivotal lesson that you've learned so far on your journey? Uh, so far, um, I would say from trying to work a full time job and be an entrepreneur on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's like don't just show up for your job and not show up for your business. Like yes. you know, sometimes we can get to that point where it's like, oh, I work eight hours for this company. And then I'm going to go and think I'm not going to work a couple hours for my own business. Like if I'm putting eight hours for them, I need to be putting in four hours for my own personal self or four hours during the day, four hours at night. Like give your your business the same amount of effort that you're putting into someone else's company. Because I feel like we do that a lot. Like I'm working for someone else and I'm not making sure I put in that same work for myself. So I had to remember that. Like sometimes I can get to the point where it's like, oh, I'm too tired. No, you're not. No, you're not. (laughs) 
get get out of your head and get to work, girl. You this is what you want to do, get to work. So I think just being mindful of, you know, working for yourself, you have to be just as disciplined as you are when you go to work for someone else. Oh, absolutely. That reminds me, I don't know if you've seen that quote by The Rock who mm-hmm. says like don't go work another job for eight hours and then come home and do nothing. Nothing. You're not yes. tired. You're just uninspired. Uninspired. Yes, I agree. Totally I, agree. I love that quote. It's like a constant reminder. And mm-hmm. then, like you said, working for yourself, that does require discipline and consistency. Yes. <laughs> and a lot of people don't have that, no. unfortunately, as it seems. So, yeah, that's that's very interesting. And um, that's, a, that's a good reminder for those who are doing entrepreneurship that yes. you will have the ups and downs. Absolutely. So you've been in the health and wellness field for how many years now? You would say? So it's been two years now. Okay. Yes. And so you said you lost 45 pounds. Mm-hmm. So how did you get to that weight goal? Like where, where was the shift for you? Um, so once I started the challenge, um, I, I, I kind of played with my nutrition a little bit, no lie. Um, when I got serious would have been last, well, not last year. So that's 2020. So I would say 2019 was the year of a full commitment, like mm-hmm. seriously going hard, no more playing with myself at all. Um, once I took that full year to like commit to that, um, I think that's when everything kind of started shifting. And then I even started working on some games. It's crazy. Like I got down to the lowest that I possibly ever thought I would. And then I was like, okay, you're a little too small, Raven. Try to put on a little healthy weight a little bit. I wanted to gain some butt. Um, I want some abs. So I just kind of started playing around with it. That's one thing I do really love about the products. Um, I'm able to use it for both weight loss and weight gain. So mm-hmm. it's just, I think once that year of 2019 and me just taking my, myself really seriously um, and being a solid uh, weight, I was like, okay. I, I got this. And then that's when it kind of just took off more for myself as like the business part of it as well. Mm-hmm. So once you like joined the business and once you figured out that mm-hmm. health and wellness was your purpose, mm-hmm. what was the first actionable step that you took? Um, I reached out to all of my family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that they could get out of their head this old version of me that they had. Like, listen, <laughs> I am making a change for myself. If you guys would like to join me, I would love to be a part of your journey. If not, I mean, I'm going on without it, going on without you, whether you like it or not. Because mm-hmm. sometimes people get this version of you that they're just so stuck on. Like, oh, that's Raven. She does this and this. And that's all we know about her. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not me anymore. I'm still the fun Raven. I like to go have a good time. But I'm also taking my health and health very serious. So, you know, I wanted I wanted that to be clear. Like I wanted to make sure I reintroduced myself to my family and friends so that it was, you know, not something that they weren't aware of. Because sometimes people when I tell you people crack so many jokes on me, mm-hmm. just going through that change of trying to be healthy, like bro, I would be out with them and I'll have my shake or <laughs> I'll say no to stuff that I probably would always say yes to. And it was just like people were so surprised. So for me, it was just making sure that that was very clear. Like I wanted that to be, I wanted it to come from me, not to just be seen, but I wanted it to actually be a statement that I made that was very firm. Like this is what I'm doing now. And, you know, don't try to steer me from that or try to make me feel bad because this is what I want to do with my life now. 
And why was that important as your first step? Um, I feel like it was important for me because my family is a really, they play a really big part in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, and for, for them to crack jokes and, you know, like not really know, like I'm, I'm feeling some type of way about the jokes that they're cracking or, um, I guess like, you know, people and not, and not to be like in a mean way. I think it was Mm -hmm. more so like they're joking, but it's offensive to me in that, in that point. So mm-hmm. for me, I wanted to make sure that I just, you know, explain to them why I felt that way. And once I said it, that was it. Like, not to say that I, I need you to come with me or nothing like that, but I just wanted mm-hmm. it to be very clear that this is what I'm doing. And I would love for you to, you know, be a part of my journey. And if you're not, that's okay, but I'm going on. Like, I just wanted that to be something that I said to them because, I mean, I love my family. They're like, mm-hmm. they play a really big role in my life. And it's like, unless I, make it clear that this is what I'm doing, maybe they won't understand. And of course, mm-hmm. even after you explain it, they probably still wouldn't understand. Most of them didn't. They, mm-hmm. they didn't understand, but it was like, I just, I wanted to make sure that I said it to you guys so that we're on the same page and you understand why I'm moving the way I'm moving now. So, and, it, and I didn't want, it's not for justification or nothing like that. I really just wanted my family to understand where I was going with my life. And I just, I thought it was important for them to at least know. That's real because I feel like our family and our friends, they're on one hand our biggest mm-hmm. supporters at times mm-hmm. and our other hand our harshest critics. Yes. And because we're so close to them, we just want like their approval. Yes. And, and it hurts. It yes. hurts. <laughs> yeah, it does. When they don't jump on board or they don't understand. But like mm-hmm. you said, God gave you the vision yes. that you needed. So you said that, you know, you worked in the call center. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you do your health on the side. So mm-hmm. what are some steps that you can give that helps you be able to do both for people that are like trying to push through to their purpose, but they still have to work their day job? Um. So for me, time management is a big deal, um, bro, plan. Plan, plan, plan. I mean, plan to the T. Like, if you got a pee break, plan that too. But I say plan everything. Um, I use a planner. Uh, I literally write everything down. It could be the smallest thing. Like, call at, call mom at one o'clock. Like, literally, I'm just planning everything out to a T. I'm using my breaks uh, so that I can use that time. Like, you know, a lot of us are working from home now. So, that's another thing of trying to be disciplined between working from home and not getting sidetracked. So um, me, I work a, like a three to midnight shift from time to time. So usually I'll make sure my morning is dedicated to my business. Mm-hmm. And then um, throughout the day, if I start getting messages from, you know, potential clients, I'll use my lunch break, maybe 10 minutes of that to try to respond to as many people as I can. Um, and then late at night, I'll make sure that I just check all messages before I, you know, call it a night. But Honestly, that is really the biggest thing, just making sure you're planning. Um, take your mental health very seriously because sometimes it can kind of get to you um, when you have so much going on and you don't take that time to breathe. So mm-hmm. if you have to plan mental breaks in there too, take that time to plan that. I, I feel like we all need that. Um, what else do I typically do? Um, and I always do self-care Sundays. Self-care mm-hmm. Sundays is a must. Like You have to take care of yourself. So yes, you're running a business, you're feeding into other people, you're being there for other people, but just make sure you take care of yourself too. Like, don't be selfish to you. You deserve the best, just like you're giving out to everybody else. 
feel like you are speaking into my life right now. <laughs> I literally give it to I yourself, just, boo. I promise you, you deserve it. I literally had to stop, maybe maybe about like a half an hour before this interview and meditate because I yes. was just I was just having a day. I was just having a, a morning. Yes, and I was like, I need to get in the right mind before mm-hmm. I do this interview. So I agree. Yes, I agree. Mental health, absolutely. So what is one positive thing that's happened in your journey so far? Outside of um, just hearing what what I've been able to help other people do, like just hearing other mm-hmm. people's stories now, like Raven, I'm glad you've helped me do this. Like outside of that, like literally that's my biggest thing. I, I just like to hear the energy that other people are getting um, from just just taking whether it's the smallest advice or mm-hmm. what I'm able to help other people with. So I don't even care if it's just, oh, Raven, I started working out today. Like some people that is a big deal because you have not been doing it before. So it's mm-hmm. like for any type of messages from other people that tell me like, you know, Raven, thank you. Or for anyone that's trusting me to even take a step to be a part of their journey in any process. Like for me, that is what gives me like the energy to keep going. So I would say that um, I also just recently did a, a article for the Houston Voyage um, just to tell my story. Like I love to tell my story. I, I believe everyone has something in their story that that could be mm-hmm. um, a fuel for someone else or it could help someone else. You never know. So I feel like being able to tell my story to as many people as I can is always a blessing. Like I don't know what my story could help the next person do. Whatever it is, I hope it's good. And, you know, it can kind of get them to the next level that they're trying to get to. So for me, I'm just I'm grateful to even have an opportunity or a platform to share the information that I get or anything like that type of stuff is what is what help ha- makes me happy. Like that's what makes me happy. Congratulations on your your feature in the newsletter. That's amazing. Thank you so much. I love that. So you started a company called R&R Nutrition. Yes. So my first question about that is how did that idea come about? Of course, you know, people try to say health is boring or mm-hmm. eating healthy is boring or, you know, those little statements that people like to throw out there from time to time. Um, me, I do get bored very easily. So I am one of the people that will play around in the kitchen all day. Um, so I started to make my shakes little different cute ways and, uh, I wanted teas to be cute. Like, um, you know, when you go to the bar, totally mm-hmm. sidebar, but you know how you go to the bar and they'll make you a cute drinking, like, oh, this is yeah. so cute. And you want to take a picture of it. Right. Uh-huh. So I'm like, bro, I can do this with my shakes. Like I can make this look really cute and I'm probably want to take a picture. So it literally just started from that. Um, Literally, I just wanted to take some cute pictures of my shake and post it and share it with my clients in my chat. Um, and then also, of course, on social media. But um, and I knew it tastes good if it looks good. I mean, and it tastes good, bro. You got a plus. So I just mm-hmm. started kind of just playing around in the kitchen a little bit. Um, it's, it's a couple other business like black owned businesses that started these nutrition clubs. Um, of course, mine is residential, but it's people that actually have them in other locations, other cities that you can actually go into and, you know, get that vibe as if you're at a bar. So mm-hmm. for me, I wanted to just start it to see what it could do. I'm I'm a big on trying everything at least once. Right. So right. I tried it. 
um, to see what it would bring, um, what it could do, you know, what the community thought about the idea of me, you know, actually having an actual storefront one day. This mm-hmm. is like a soft run to see what, you know, how many people can I reach or how many people would be interested in even trying something that looks pretty or, you know, attracting to the eye. And then, of course, once they actually taste it, knowing that it actually does taste good. So that's kind of where it started for me, just playing around in the kitchen, seeing actual businesses doing this. And I'm like, bro, if they can do that, like, I know I can, you know, do it with my own twist to it. Like, I, that's that's simple. Like, I got this. So mm-hmm. I just literally just wanted to try something for myself and see what it could do. So when did you want it to become a profitable business? Basically with the idea of letting people in the community that I knew, like, cause it's from my home. So of course mm-hmm. I don't want to have strangers. Um, just letting people in the community that I knew stop by to try it, like mm-hmm. just a sample a shake or sample a tea. And they were like, bro, this is really good. Like you, sh- you could definitely run your own little business and get people to, you know, actually buy this. Like I would pay you for this. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, let's let's give it a try. Like I'm I'm down for it. And I just was like, okay, I'm gonna set my launch date. Of course, with the whole COVID situation, it made me not really want to. I kept mm-hmm. thinking like, no, you know, you you get those thoughts like, no, it's not gonna happen. It's not really the right time for this. Like it's you know, let's not do this. And I I probably put it off for a couple months. And then I think this was October, September, October, where I finally just was like, you know what, Raven, just give it a run. You never know. Try it. Try it. Push it. So I went ahead and just decided to just go ahead and open up um, where I was serving um, teas and shakes, uh, typically just the weekend, Saturdays and Sundays, because I do or yeah, Saturday and Sunday, because I, you know, I work throughout the week and, you mm-hmm. know, I still want to make sure I'm doing my job and, you know, time. And once again, you know, having that time management. So the weekends I thought would just be best. People can stop by, grab a shake and tea. Um, and then it was like, well, Raven, we see you posting on my personal page. I'm posting donuts and waffles and other stuff. So it was like, okay, are you going to bring that to us too? And I'm like, ah, see, I wasn't thinking about all of that, but okay, I guess I could try it too. I mean, why not? So, you know, it's just kind of been like more one of a trial trial and error type deals, letting people try the products that I actually make um, or the items that I make and just, you know, putting it out there for other people to actually try it and see how they like it. Yeah, them donuts look so good. <laughs> if I they live are. Close, if I live close, I promise uh, you, I would be getting one every weekend. Donuts. I'm telling you, they are so good. I promise it you. to my inner fatty every time. <laughs> them teas look lit. All that stuff looks good. Yes, so, um, thank you. Let, you know, if we got listeners in Houston, let them know when you sell. When do you sell them? So Saturday and Sunday, I am definitely looking to expand my hours though, you guys. I'm, you, you wouldn't even, you would not believe how much stuff has tra- transpired in my life so far. So I'm looking to definitely expand my hours. But right now we're doing Saturday from nine to one. Mm-hmm. And then we're doing Sunday. I've extended those hours now. So I'll also be doing Sunday from nine to one. So okay. I'm excited about that. And then throughout the week, of course, it's by request. I don't have a problem with making anything. If someone just reaches out, hey, if I'm home, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with helping you out. Because, I mean, of course, why not? I'm here. I can make time for it. You know, a simple donut, a shake, a tea or whatever. So if I'm not, if it's not hours that are open and I'm at home, you can always just reach out to me and let me, um, you know, DM me. I can see if I can make it happen for you. 
Absolutely. So my last question before we jump into the bonus round. Okay. What is the future for you and your business? The future for me and my business is continue to change lives. I'm here to help as many women that I possibly can, um, whether it's getting their confidence back, losing a couple pounds, putting on a couple pounds, um, continue to change as many lives as I can, um, along with, you know, if someone decides that they want to earn a couple extra dollars themselves, like I'm not selfish to tell somebody how I'm able to do what I do. Literally, it does not matter if you want an extra $200 to pay your light bill or uh, you want to earn full-time income. I can help you do that. Like It's just based on whatever your goals is, whatever amount of time that you have. So I'm here to continue to you know make some changes, um, continue to impact the community um, in any way that I possibly can and be a helping hand. Like I'm here to be of a help and assistance to those that need it or want it. Absolutely. Inspired me to get a shake and tea right after this. Yes. I'll probably be doing that. So we're going to jump into the advice around. And so I have about three questions okay. just come to mind and you answer the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. So the first question, what is one thing that you feel helped you find your purpose? Um, My own lack of purpose like I didn't know what I wanted to do so I feel like once I realized like Raven you are out here wasting what you call life right now so I feel like once I actually figured out what made me feel good Mm -hmm. like being healthy and having that energy back it made me realize like you you have a purpose in helping people like yeah maybe it's not the original occupational therapy that you thought but you still have a passion for helping people like this is it you enjoy this this is what it's going to be what is one piece of advice you would give to a black woman who is in search of her purpose keep going like you're going to go through a lot of different stuff that's going to make you feel like crap or Mm -hmm. unsure of everything in life but keep going. Like it does not, there's no deadline on when to find your purpose. There's no deadline. And I feel like we do that a lot of times. Like I felt like I should have already had a house and a car and a crib with a man and a husband and, and it doesn't have to happen that way. So just keep going. You never know when you could get inspired by something that that's going to make you feel like, Oh, this is it. Just Mm -hmm. keep going through the trials and tribulations. Keep going through the different things that you're, you know, you feel like could be it. Try everything. Don't stop at one thing specifically because you never know. I say try them all. If you don't know for sure, try it all. And once you feel that, like that inner gut given to you, speaking to you, like this is it, that's probably the one you should go with. That's great advice. What is one goal-oriented item that you do daily to keep on track with your purpose? Pray. Hmm. <laughs> um. I feel like being in the help helping field, like the health and health and nutrition industry, um, I give I pour from my cup a lot. Um, so with pouring from my cup, you know, sometimes you have to make sure that you have not sometimes you have to make sure that you have the right people um, pouring back into you. So if I have a ton of clients that I'm pouring into, I have to make sure that my mental state is it where it needs to be to continue to help those people because if I let that go 
then how can I help someone else? Like I have to make sure that I am in a good space at all times to be able to continue to pour into other people. And lastly, where can people find you on social media? Y'all can find me at That's Me Raven. It's all spelled out, no special letters. T-H-A-T-S-R-A-V-E-N, me, Raven. Um, Dang, did I do that backwards? I feel like I did that all backwards. (laughs) That's me, Raven. Did I spell my name? Okay, look, y'all. That's me, Raven is where you can find me at. Um, And then my business page is Results with Raven. All regular spelling, no special characters. And both are on Instagram? Both are on Instagram, yes. I don't really do Facebook. Um, I need to get better with that, but I don't. Well, thank you so much for coming to the chair. I enjoyed having you, speaking with you, speaking into my life today. Thank you for having me. It was definitely a pleasure. I was scared, but I'm excited that I was able to get this um you know, this experience. I'm, I'm definitely grateful for you, for real. Hey, Queen. Thanks for listening to the Black Woman Unfiltered podcast. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other Black queens like you, who are searching to hear stories about Black women finding their purpose and owning their truth, find the show. If you want to hear more from me, Follow me on Instagram at Black Women Unfiltered Podcast. Also, check out the website at www.blackwomanunfiltered.net for weekly episode recaps. As always, have a great week.